This is your new morning routine. Cap and J-Hood. Follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's Home for Sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 And welcome into the Cap and J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three hour ride on this Tuesday morning with open phone lines for you at 312 332 ESPN 332-3776 as our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. That's where you can watch our show and all the shows here on ESPN Chicago. And Cap, uh, we got Shadow No Shot coming up in an hour, but you know, there's a lot that we have a hard time getting to. We get kind of locked in on a topic and our listeners and our callers jump in on our show and start twitching about it, but there's something that's been lingering since the Bears season ended, and that is Aaron Rodgers. Now, you know, when it comes to rivalries in Chicago, as a White Sox fan, going up to Old County Stadium once a year to be able to see the Sox and Brewers, we could not stand the Brewers when they were in the American League. As a Cubs fan, you can speak very clearly about your rivalry with the St. Louis Cardinals. That still is going on today in 2023. Cardinals fans coming up to try to invade Wrigley Field and the same thing with Cubby Blue trying to get into Bush Stadium. With the Bulls and the Pistons back in the day, you know when Michael Jordan was playing, um, there's always rivalries and certain players that you don't like from those teams. But there's something to be said about the Bears and Green Bay rivalry with Aaron Rodgers still looming, still looming large with this Packers team. So people want Rodgers. Get him out of the North. Get him over to Vegas or San Francisco. Get him out of our division. F that. I want to beat him with our favorite team, Kings of the North. That's going to take some time now. Mm -hmm. I know there are people out there, well, if we could trade the first pick down to two and get 15 number ones and then trade two to four and get 15 more. We can control the first 18 rounds of the draft for the next decade. That's not going to happen. They're going to make some smart moves. I believe in Ryan Poles. But I want Aaron Rodgers' ass on the turf at Soldier Field in Packer green and gold. And that we could stand over the top and go, guess what? Your run's over. Mm -hmm. Good luck to you. Take your $50 million. Lick your wounds and go home back up to Green Bay because we are now the kings of the north. I think it'd be weak. Hey, we finally beat the Packers. Jordan Love. You know what I mean? Yes. Do you feel like the Bears did that when Brett Favre ran off of the the soldier field because it was too cold? Do you think that the Bears got their comeuppance on Brett Favre at the end? No. I do not. Mm -hmm. The last time I remember the Bears winning a meaningful game over the Green Bay Packers was to clinch the NFC North in 2018. Mm -hmm. Mitchell Trubisky, 24. Aaron Rodgers, 17. 
Bears win the division. Mm -hmm. And, oh, boy, did things look bright for the Bears en route to 12-4. and Yes. I want Aaron Rodgers right there in his number 12 jersey. Yes. If you're going to build this thing the right way, don't you want to beat them at their best? I don't want a food poisoning outbreak to go through the Packer locker room. We beat the Packers. Half of those guys had the runs. No, I want them to be really good. And guess what? They came to Chicago and got their ass beat. That's what I want. And I think that's what most Bears fans want. As Stacy would say, if you're scared, go buy a dog. A big one. Beat there, you know what. Well, if they did have the runs, it would mix in well with their uniforms. Yes, it would. It would, it would be a nice blend with Correct. the green and gold or whatever else is back there for those uniforms. Correct. Yeah, so I have no problem. The green, uh, the quick green apple steps, as Doug Buffon used to say. Has, Correct. Yeah, they had to have no problem with that. But it's, there's something to be said about being a rival. That's it's, it's, it's definitely the case. Aaron Rodgers was just recently asked, I believe on the Pat McAfee show, about uh, is he going to be with Green Bay or is he going to play with the Raiders? Fans are amazing. A lot of people yell on different teams they want me to come to next year, um, which has been fun because uh, we got a little uh, inside bet going about which team's going to have the most fans. But uh, I'm just going to say that the uh, predominant uh, team that we hear as we're walking is Raiders. A lot of a lot of Raider fans <laughs> are encouraging me. A lot of Devontae misses you comments. So we're having some fun with it. It's a great. Uh, you know, great event for the fans to come out here, and hopefully we can get back on the course. I think this might have been the Pro Bowl there where he's talking about it. But, you know, he, so I would agree with you, Cap, that I would like to see the Bears be able to say, hey, we got Aaron Rodgers, we got him down the turf, and we were able to beat him. That Hey, you know what? You don't own us. At the end, we end up owning you. I don't know if the Bears will have that opportunity to be able to have that comeuppance against uh, Aaron Rodgers. You hear him there, right? I mean, you're still a Green Bay Packer, and you're flirting with the conjecture that's out there that you could be traded or going someplace else. I keep hearing Raiders, you know, people are saying, who says that? Who says that? Social media. What, 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 what professional is flaunting other teams out there based on what social media says? And puts that out there on the record. Like, yeah, we're just going by what the fans want. So it may not be Green Bay. Green Bay it may be the Raiders. Who says that, Cap? In a loud and clear voice. What's wrong with this guy? He just wants to be wanted so bad. Man, you have a whole fan base in Green Bay and throughout the country that are Green Bay Packer fans that want the Packers to succeed. And this guy is, for, at every turn, is trying to turn his back on the organization. So, yeah, I would like for the Bears to... to put that hair and that face into the dirt one last time. But, I mean, I don't know if they'll get the opportunity if this guy is always flaunting and going someplace else. I I think I think he's going to be back there. I do. I do, too. I don't, I don't think Shea disagrees, though. I think because he always bellyaches this time of year that he's just bitching about the organization. But he's that guy that you work with that's always complaining about the job but never leaves. That's who Aaron Rodgers is. But is he really bellyaching? Well there's, always, well, there's always something with him. Or do we make it something? No. No, Aaron Rodgers. I don't mean we. I mean. The media and the fans? The beast that always has to eat. The media beast. You called me a beast, pal? Yes. Well, let me just tell you. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> let me just tell you this. Don't you know that you remember this? Usually after every, every season, and usually these seasons, and early for the Packers because, you know, they can only 
pack like one outfit because they're not going anywhere. Not, it's not like you're going to the Super Bowl anytime soon, the mm-hmm. Packers, because they always underachieve, mm-hmm. except for the one time where they won the Super Bowl. But nonetheless, there's always this, I didn't get my quarterback's coach or you know this offensive line or a disconnect with the head coach. or something. There's always something with him that he says underlying. Now, here's the difference between Rodgers and most. It's not like he's yelling because everything is in the same tone, just like we just heard there. Because it's never like he was yelling about it, but there's always this bitching and complaining about what he does not have. And so, to me, he always complains, and I think this is no different this year. Okay, go back to the draft. They drafted Jordan Love. Yeah. Aaron was not happy. He was right. You waste the first-round pick because you think he's a good player, Jordan Love, Mm -hmm. with no idea of an exit strategy, how you're going to transition to him, and now he's going into what, year five, four? And you got nothing out of the position. Right. But you had a Hall of Fame top six all-time quarterback that you gave no help to. Mm-hmm. So he's right. Is he not? I don't know. I mean, Rodgers, to me... Along the same lines of Brady, has had some, at least the difference is that Brady's Brady didn't have much to work with, but Rodgers has, and they haven't done much with him. He has not done much with the talent that they've given him. Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers. Fair? Um, I, I, when you when you say that that Rodgers has had more to work with than Brady over the years, uh, boy, I'd have to go back and look. I mean, Shay, would you agree with that? That he's had more weapons wide receiver wise. Running, running yeah, back but doesn't lines? the offensive line and all that count? It does. Because New England had outstanding offensive lines. They have really good defenders. So I, I think Aaron has a right when you take a quarterback in the first round with no exit strategy. Right. None. Right. Well, he's the best player on our board. We like him. Yeah. But that is, that's still not a bad for the Ron Wolf theory of trying to draft a quarterback, even though you might have one. Then trade him. You haven't traded him. Yeah, but you got to have someone viable. <laughs> you got to have someone back there, right? You got to have somebody. No, I, I'm look, saying trade Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. No, I understand what you're saying. Use it as a bargaining chip. They never did. Yeah, I know. So they made this mess themselves. Well, you can understand why they would draft a quarterback. Why did they do it to start with? Let's go all the way back to the time that they drafted the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because of Aaron Rodgers' complaints. That's why. The only reason why I did that is, I don't know if it was a slight or going at Aaron Rodgers, but since he's always complaining about what the Packers don't have, that's a good move because it's a, it's a plan in case Rodgers actually wants to leave and wants to be traded. But, of course, every year Rodgers seems like he was leaning out of Green Bay, and yet Jordan Love is just there. Just kind of like as a you know, break glass in case of emergency. That's who he is as a quarterback. And, again, we still don't even know what, how good he is. That's the thing that's interesting about it. So he went 26th in the 2020 draft. So he's going into year four. Jordan Love. Correct. All right. Aaron was picked in the 2005 draft. And is playing at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're estranged from your first one, Brett Favre, mm-hmm. now you're going to be estranged or you've had issues with the next one, and they're both two of the top, I don't know, is Brett top 15 of all time? Sure. Pretty damn good. Sure. Isn't some of that organizational failure 
Does it fall at the feet of the quarterbacks both times? Well, when there's when the team underachieves, it's everybody. But obviously, offensively, to me, Rodgers has been a juggernaut as a regular season quarterback. He's been amazing. But then you get to the postseason against the 49ers, are good teams defensively, and they fall apart. And that, that's the lament from Green Bay Packers fans. Our, our friends at ESPN Milwaukee and their callers and their hosts are just disappointed because you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You just don't have a Hall of Fame team to be able to get you over the hump year after year. That's the problem. So, But from my standpoint, yeah, I'd like for the Bears to have one more shot at Rodgers. But even if it's in 2023, Cap, this upcoming season, are the Bears prepared to beat Green Bay and, and Rodgers? They're not prepared to beat him this upcoming season. Probably not. But so, I mean, I'd like to see it. But if he's traded out of the division, if he goes someplace else, does it increase the chances of the Bears to be able to win more games in the division? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I give them one out of two wins against Green Bay only because we don't know what Jordan Love is. I see the Bears being able to at least win one of those games with with, with Rodgers out and Jordan Love in. Probably correct. One out of two. Probably correct. But... Wouldn't it feel hollow if Aaron's playing in Vegas? Yeah. And the Bears, not next year, but let's say 24. Wow. They're an emerging team. Mm -hmm. They've added two years of drafts this year. Yeah. And next year's draft. Wow. Bears look really like they mean business. It would be like, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see it. But say, for instance, he comes back in the 23 season. Say he comes back this upcoming season, Aaron Rodgers. We're not prepared to beat the, the Packers. Still, we're not prepared. Absolutely not. Agreed. We're not prepared to it, especially defensively. Okay, so he's been their starting quarterback for 15 seasons, Aaron. Yeah. He's got 10 double-digit win seasons. Look, when it comes to the measuring contest between the Bears and the Packers, clearly the Packers are packing. It's not even close. It's down here. It's down there past their knee. Right. Because they've been beating our ass for years. And, and so I guess here's the question that we want to ask you, the Bears fan. Shay, let's open the phone lines this morning. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Personally, I respect Aaron Rodgers for what he's done. But, of course, as a Bears fan, I hate when he takes on my Bears because usually uh, Green Bay is the hammer and the Bears are the nail in that equation. So let's ask this question, Shay. Do you really want Aaron Rodgers traded out of the North? Or do you want to see the Bears take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers again? Or because it's out there that Rodgers could be traded, how does that make you feel as a Bears fan? How does that make you feel? Cap says he wants another shot. I like to have another shot too, but I could, I could do it when the Bears are good. Rodgers <laughs> well, also that's, has that's five NFC title game appearances. Yeah, He's won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's had... Lost in the divisional round last year after a bye. Lost multiple times, I believe, in the divisional round. Lost two wild card games. Yeah, he's had setbacks. No question. Yeah. yeah but well, I still want him ducking under center for them when we, the Bears, are ready to go. It just won't be this upcoming season. But it was always a measuring contest, right? It's always a, I won't say measuring, I say litmus test. To kind of see how you measure up against the best. Right. And a lot of times the Bears did not measure up. Agreed. So let's get your thoughts. Do you want Rodgers traded out of the North? How does that make you feel as a Bears fan if you found out? If we had that breaking news sounder, man, Rodgers has been traded to Vegas. The mood would change for sure because it's Kirk Cousins and Goff. Man. And then there's Justin Fields. 
Correct. But, I mean, if I said to you, hey, guess what? We're going to leave Chicago and we're going to go do sports radio in Carbondale. Oh, we're number one down there. Oh, couldn't hack it in Chicago. Thank God we're hacking it in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to beat the best at their very best. Yes. I want someone to say, boy, that Bears team, man, they're for real. Well, you heard our thoughts. Do you really want Rodgers traded out of the North? Let's talk to you about it. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. It's the Cap'n J. Hood Morning Show. Your call is next. That's why I say Shot. No shot. With Cap'n J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. That's why I say Good morning and welcome in to the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. At this time every day, we give you shot or no shot. And here's Shay Norling. Shay? Morning, boys. Good to be back. Good to have you back. Good to be snored up. Let's rock and roll. Captain, I never snored up enough. I am the opposite of snore. Oh, God. Okay. Was he not here yesterday, Shay? He was. Oh, here we go. Hmm. It was smooth. Yeah. I heard you do uh, pay pay everyone a compliment. Everybody was very nice to each other. I took the day off, Woody. I had nothing nice to say about anyone. That's it. So I didn't want to be here for that segment. <laughs> Wouldn't have gone well with me. He would have knew- been very backhanded. <laughs> yeah, there was going to be nothing nice said. The Kool-Aid man would have nothing nice to say about us, Cap, at all. Nothing. Here's Shay Norling. All right, now let's snort up. All right, boys, let's get started. Mock draft <laughs> season is in full swing. Oh. We know the Bears have the number one pick, so they're involved in all of them. Matt Miller from ESPN published his latest yesterday that included a trade between the Bears and the Colts. In Miller's mock draft, the Bears send the first pick to Indianapolis. They get back the fourth pick, the 35th pick, a 2023 fourth-round pick, and a third-round pick in 2024. Shot or no shot? The Bears need to get more back than this for the number one pick. Well, that's a shot. That's a shot. That's all you got? Fourth 30, uh, the fourth pick, the 35th pick, the fourth pick in 2023, and the third pick in 2024? No shot. Got to get more than that. So when the Bears went from three to two in the ill-fated Mitchell Trubisky trade, they gave up two threes and a four mm-hmm. from three to two. Mm-hmm. And I hear all these people that think if they're going from one down to two so Houston can get whoever they want at quarterback, that we should get Laramie Tunsil and two number ones and a three and next year's number I just don't think that's feasible. The conversation. But this trade that he yeah. proposed? No, you got to get more. This, for me, Cap, it starts with two number ones. It starts there. To go from one to four? Yeah, give me this. Give me number four this year. Yep, and then give me something else in this draft mm-hmm. or a player, and then I want next year's number one. I'll yeah. tell you what. Keep thirty-five. You give me four uh, th- fourth round pick, next year's one, and a future third. I'm in. Keep thirty-five, but I want a f- two first. No question about it. The conversation starts there, and if we can't get past that, then I'm hanging up the phone. Yeah, they're fair to say. Like that's what I would want. Like fourth and third, and then you drop down to thirty-five. Thirty-five is not bad, obviously, but I think it's it's the number one pick. It's, it's what everyone wants. Yeah, I want capital in the twenty-four draft because I want Marvin Harrison, and I want to have extra picks that if I have to trade up to do it, I want that guy on my team. 
I, I know that if you make a deal, if you're Houston, then you're going to try to find your quarterback. Good luck with that. I'm not knocked out by any of these guys. I'm not. And, I want, and I'm, ask Shea. Ask, you don't believe me? Ask Shay. He watches college football as much as I do on Saturdays. Like, I don't see, like, the wow factor in these quarterbacks. Not initially. I do not. I like Bryce more than most people. Bryce Young out of Alabama. I he's guess slight. the, size, the size deal is bothersome, but he seems to have it. Then you see the other guy, C.J. Stroud, who has all the physicals. I don't think he has it. So it's like you get two halves of one quarterback with either guy that you take, in my estimation. There are also people that look at Will Levis. I was watching NFL Network again the other day, like you do. There's some great content on oh, yeah, there. No question. And they talked about if you're just looking at measurables and what his skill set shows, he's the best quarterback in the draft. Okay. Patrick Mahomes was ranked 42nd in the draft when he came out. Let's not forget that. I won't fight City Hall on all of that, of those questions and, and projections. I won't. I just have to see what happens with these quarterbacks. I'm just, usually out of college, you could look at a quarterback and say, oh, man, when he gets to the next level, he's going to be a beast. He's going to be a monster. Like, I could be wrong. You know who I was wrong about? Uh, you know who was wrong about G- uh, Herbert from uh, the Chargers? This guy. Didn't know he's going to look that good. I'm right with you. I was dead wrong. wrong. Just unimpressive at Oregon, and then incredible. Yeah, and I, I don't, was dead wrong. I'm not even wrong, but I just saw the, him in college, and I thought that's not going to work. But system and patience helps, especially at that quarterback position. Agree. Shay Norling. All right, boys. Matt Nagy got cornered yesterday by CHGO Sports Mark Carmen at Super Bowl Media Day. Carmen asked if Nagy regrets the way he handled Justin Fields in Chicago. Here's Nagy. Here. That situation again. There's so many things that can go on. You know. You know. Uh, take care. Uh, Andy got hurt, yeah. and we we had a plan through this whole day. Everybody said, "Hey, you're trying to do the the Alex Smith, uh, Patrick Mahomes deal." They're all different, and we we wanted to make sure that we we handled Justin. We knew that that was our future, and we wanted to handle him and do everything we possibly could to make sure that he succeeded. Scheme. Um, how we handle practices, everything, and there, it's just a that was a unique situation um, with with our quarterback room. They were all great; they handled it great. But you know, it, it just didn't go the way we wanted to. And again, you just learn from it. Hmm. Shot or no shot? This is a classic naggy word salad way of saying yes. I regret it. Yeah, that's a shot. That's a shot. When he threw the. Uh... Cleveland game into some of that interview about the game plan. You hate to see a player's confidence. After that, he got sacked eight or nine times. That was a horrific game plan. I remember Olin saying, before the game, hold on a second. I'm hearing they're going to try and block their five with our five. Our 40-year-old tackle, Jason Peters, against the most expensive pass rusher at the time in the game, Miles Garrett. And we're going to try and block with Bobby Massey or whoever we had against Jadavian Clowney. And then they had monsters in the middle. And it obviously didn't work. There was a flood of opinions, Cap, that were coming in. And Nagy was the only one behind the door trying to push back the flood from coming in. The fans, media, got to play Justin Fields. Got to play Justin Fields. You got to start him. Why are you playing Andy Dalton? It's because he didn't. He because Fields wasn't ready. 
I, I was one of the first to say that the Bears were not ready for Fields. Not that the Fields wasn't ready to play. The Bears weren't ready for Fields and his skill set. They were not equipped to handle a quarterback with that skill set. That's what I believe. The Bears coaching staff was ill-equipped to coach that guy. Okay, but then the Bears Bear? coaching probably accurate. But then the, this current coaching staff was ill-equipped to coach that kid until the mini-buy after the debacle against Washington. Yeah. They never ch- had any impetus to change the way they played until they scored seven points against Washington, lost the game, and went, okay, we got to do something different here. Mm-hmm. So maybe both things are true. Yeah. I, I, they want him to be this pocket passer, and they try to make him something that he's not. Now, he's not a runner per, per se. That's not what he was in college. But you got to move the pocket. That's something that Nagy would never allow Mitch to do or even Justin to do. Sit back there in the pocket and look for weapons that are not there, that are covered up. Then what are you supposed to do? Just take the sack? Right? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what happened. But now, now that the pocket moves, now Fields can run, can run all over the field if he wants to. He can go down the field. We've seen that a little bit this past season. So, again, I think that the Bears coaching staff was not ready for that skill set. They're ready for Andy Dalton. Because <laughs> Andy would sit, sit there in the pocket, and then when he did, when he did run, he, he messed up his hamstring, didn't he? he? Got hurt in a play. Correct. Isn't so, that so? It was going out of bounds. Yeah, nobody around him, and he pulled his calf, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. The coaching staff that spent years with Truvisky wasn't ready for a quarterback who can run. <laughs> Truvisky. <laughs> I, I, I just, I never got it. Like that was Mitch's skill set wasn't a whole lot different. You weren't ready for a quarterback who could run. Well, yeah. Well, they, I just think it's an aptitude. I saw well, I saw that in North Carolina that he could run. That's the thing that enamored me to him. Like, well, at least the guy can run. I don't think it wasn't that they were prepared or know how to handle a guy. Matt was a guy wedded to his system. You're going to fit into what I do. Yep. I've always believed the best coaches beat you with their personnel. Then they take your personnel and they beat you again. Mm-hmm. They adapt to what their their skill of their players is. There's more from Matt Nagy we'll play a little bit later on in our show that you think if you're a Bears fan you'd be interested in listen to. All right, what else do we have? All right, boys, we'll get into this a little more at 9 o'clock, but I want to ask you now because the Bulls won last night. They got a great performance out of Andre Drummond to blow out the Spurs 128-104 at the UC. This was their third straight win. They sit just two and a half games out of the sixth seed, a guaranteed playoff spot. They're 7-3 and three over their last 10. And if you go back to the week of Christmas, they're 15-9. and nine. So they've had better play of late. The trade deadline's looming, shot or no shot. The Bulls need to be buyers. Uh, that is a shot. They need to be, but will they be? That's an absolute shot. You have only two choices in my world. Either you start moving Vucevic, who's a free agent, to Rosen, who has one year left on his deal, Andre Drummond, who has one year left on his deal, all these... Di- whoever I could get... I'll take second-round picks. Take anyone you want. Or go get a point guard who can organize your offense, whether that's Mike Conley or whoever it is, Kyle Lowry's out there, Fred Van Vliet, and try and make a run. I'm not telling you're going to win the title, but try and at least have a fighting chance. I think there's value of getting to the playoffs. I've always told you that. Because it's a rung on the ladder to get it to the postseason. This team has no identity. What is their identity? Uh, They play down to their competition. 
Like yesterday, I'm watching the first quarter. They're up 39-28. First, they're up 11. Second quarter, they got their head kicked in. They lost by eight. They're only up three to that awful Spurs team who's tanking. Mm -hmm. And how many times did they let the Spurs unfettered access drive down the lane? Jakob Pertl was killing them inside. A little dish here, a little drive for a layup there by Keldon Johnson. You might get traded, by the way. Who? Pertl. Pertl's a solid player. He's not mm-hmm. a great player. He's a solid big. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what the Bulls' identity is. In the second half, what's his name? Uh, Drummond looked like Will <laughs> Chamberlain out there. He was destroying people. Well, this is what you've been asking for, right? Some presence inside? Yeah. How fantastic was he? How good was Vucevic again? I think he had four assists. I think he had 21, mm-hmm. 12 rebounds. Again, he just gives you a really excellent performance just about every night out. Is he an all-star? No. But he's a very solid player. So either get him re-signed or trade him. You can't let him walk. I was going to tweet something out about that run you're talking about for the Spurs. Mm-hmm. But I just let it go. And I let Dar- Darnell Mayberry do the work for me. So... The Bulls at one time scored 39 points in the first quarter, as you talked about, right? Yep. Since that time, the Bulls had scored 39 points in 20 minutes of game time, and the Spurs were leading 81-78 with four minutes left in the third. Now, I, But every team has their run, but when it comes to the Bulls, especially against bad teams, it's more than a run. Those bad teams beat the Bulls. So that's a, that's a problem, right? So, But they... You know, the Bulls were able to get it done, and they beat the Spurs. But I know the question you're asking, Shay, about whether or not they should be buyers. But how do we know the Bulls have turned the corner? How do we know? Tonight's a big game. They're going to Memphis. Yes. So Back-to-back. At Memphis, tough. Brooklyn is shattered. You should be able to beat Brooklyn at Brooklyn. But Brooklyn almost took out the Clippers last night, as shattered as they are. At Cleveland. Against Orlando, against Indiana, we'll see. It, it, you got to take a, You actually have to take a one in a game at a time with this Bulls team. I just want to see what they're going to do by Thursday. Yeah, if you do nothing, I mean absolutely nothing. Yep, we didn't make any moves. That's embarrassing to your fan base. That's a middle finger to the fan base of eh, we're okay. Brace yourself, Cap. Brace yourself. That's likely. When we were talking about the Bulls just the other day, I said, if you're sellers, I said, Caruso's out there. A lot of teams covet Caruso. They like to have him on the team because you know him. Just as a key guy, he can get it done defensively. You don't worry about his offense. He's a winning player yeah. on a rotation, yeah. not a star, a winning type guy. Yeah. If you're not going to make any moves to get a point guard, to get shooting, like, why don't you call Miami? Hey, Max Struess is unrestricted this summer. I want Max Struess. And then I lock him up. Yep. Max Struess could shoot the you-know-what out of the ball. So, we'll see. 312-332-3776 our phone number. Coming up, we'll go around the National Football League. And also still to come, Albert Breer will be with us with his weekly hit with us at 835 as we talk Bears and NFL with Albert Breer. Captain Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports.
Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? It is time to go around the National Football League right here on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Still to come, we'll hear from Albert Breer. Always got great information regarding the Bears in uh, the National Football League. With more, here's Shay Norling. Shay? All right, well, we got to start with the reunion of two of the greats. Tom Brady retired last week and yesterday on the Let's Go podcast featuring Tom Brady and Jim Gray. Bill Belichick joined the show and had some interesting things to say, Hoodie. The greatest player, the greatest career, the great, great person. Such an, an opportunity and an honor for me to coach Tom. I, I guess I guess it's got in at some point. It's the greatest one ever. So congratulations, Tom. Appreciate it. Tom, what did Bill do to bring out the best in you? I think it's more what did he not do to bring out the best in me. He, uh, you know, everyone always says I was just very lucky. I mean, I think part of it, you know, I came into my uh, career and, Got drafted by the Patriots. I always joke, you know, I had no f***ing idea where New England was when I got drafted. I mean, I flew into Providence, which really confuses you if you're coming from the West Coast. Because I'm like, Boston? Oh, Providence. And, you know, it was Coach Belichick's first year there. And, you know, we came in together. And I always think for so many young players, you know, who's going to be there? Anybody could get drafted to a place. Who's going to turn you into something? Who's going to develop you? Who's going to take you under their wing? And sometimes it's a player that does it. I had someone that really saw something in me that, you know, not a lot lot of other people did. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick on Let's Go, the podcast on Sirius XM, uh, NFL Radio. Interesting, Cap, to be able to hear from Tom Brady. This is not like Jerry Jones and uh, Jimmy Johnson, the the problems that they had. These two seem like they still get along, Brady and Belichick. I think it was – I don't think there were problems. I think it was just – it run its course. They were going to rebuild a bit in New England. And Tom's like, you know what? I'm going to go somewhere and try and win. Have some fun. He did. Lived in Florida. Had a good time. And now that's over. Period. What do you, th- what do you think, Shay? Yeah, I mean, we have another cut I want to get to because it, it talks about what we're saying. Tom spoke about what it was like the media portrayal of Brady versus Belichick, and he always believed it was more of a partnership. And Belichick added this, which I found very interesting. It's players that win championships, not coaches. Think about that. Completely agree. You never... What is my line I always use? It's not I didn't coin it. I've used it. Take that, Sparkles? That's mine. Okay. You have never seen a jockey carry the horse across the finish line. That's right. You can put Willie Shoemaker in his prime on a plow horse. He's not winning the Kentucky Derby. You put him on a great horse, he's got a great chance to win. That's just a fact. You can have the greatest coaches. If you don't have talent, you're not going to win. Uh, It's just interesting to hear him say that out loud. Because this is the greatest coach and the greatest quarterback in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. He says, ah, you know, coaches lose games. The players win games. Ah, you know what? When you win, you win as a team. I know Belichick tries to put himself in the backdrop. He doesn't put himself out there, but he's great. It's the best I've seen. It's players that win championships, not coaches. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think that's a revelation. That's the truth. I just never heard him say it out loud. 
Maybe. Yeah, just, uh, I, I, but I think that's great. But I'm just glad that they seem like they get along. They do. So, Shay, what else do we have around the NFL? Well, I want to stick with Tom Brady for a moment because this Let's Go show on Mad Dog Radio was probably the second most interesting thing he got into yesterday. Mm. The most interesting was the wild underwear photo that he posted <laughs> yesterday morning on Twitter. Now, this goes back to June of 2022. He posted that he would recreate the underwear photo shoot some Brady brand models put out on Twitter if a tweet he put out got 40,000 likes. Of course, it did. Mm-hmm. So his recreation happened yesterday. Hoodie, what was interesting to me was if you look at the photo, it's not his face. It doesn't look like his face. Oh, no. You think there's something with his his Photoshop face? It's so heavily Photoshopped. It looks like somebody's doing a deep fake of Tom Brady. Do you think that's his body? That's the question. Do you think that's his body? Does he look like that? Well, we haven't seen it since before the draft. It looks a little bit different. (laughs) I guess it could be. Anything's possible. Cap, did you see this Tom Brady photo? I did. Okay, what now, do you... I got to have another look because I never thought it didn't look like I'm, lo- I'm, pull- I'm calling you up now. But, yeah. If you yeah, really zoom, you if you zoom in right on his face, there's something very off about the editing. It's been bothering me since I saw the photo. Okay. It doesn't look like him? It looks like... So- hey, Cap, you know the deep fakes where people will, like, a guy on TikTok will pretend to be Tom Cruise, but it'll really look like him because CGI has gotten so far. We can make somebody look exactly like Tom Cruise. It looks like Tom Brady is doing a deep fake of Tom Brady. It doesn't make sense. Why would he do this? Also... Go ahead, Shane. How many likes for Kaplan to recreate the photo? <laughs> How about that? Would you do that photo? I think it looks just like him, but whatever. Would you uh, Would you do that? No. No? Not a chance. 40K likes, and Kaplan will recreate the Tom Brady underwear photo. Nope. Okay, so I guess the question is, yeah, so why is his hair so dark? That too. That His hair is not dark, is it? Is it light? Not that dark. Okay, that's why it's, it looks strange. It has uh, heavy filters on it. A lot yeah. of filters. Like Snapchat? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing me. Look at me. I'm looking good in 2023. No, those are filters, dear. Correct. <laughs> yeah, this is the time where I'm living my best life yeah. with like 17 filters on him. Yeah. Hey. This guy, what happened? From the greatest of all time to getting blown out by the, by the Cowboys and posting thirst traps after your retirement. What's happening? <laughs> so. It's the new Tom Brady, y'all. Hey, he looks like it, He's man. He's just having fun, man. Not in your underwear. Why not? Have someone else do that, pal. Come on. Stop. He made it a a promise, and he lived up to it. Does that make you want to buy his underwear, seeing him in his underwear? No. All right. Let's check. Let's take a look here. Let's pull it down. Let's take a look. See if you got Brady underwear. Let's I take do a look. not. Let's take a look. You know I what? didn't even know they sold Brady underwear till that picture. I'm going to go over there and take a look. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> you better pack a lunch. <laughs> what are you going to do? Nothing. Listen, speaking of packing, if you want the Brady underwear, you better be packing. Have you seen this stuff? Yeah, no. you this, saw it. Danny, I heard Danny ordered Chris Black a pair. Oh, my so God. So that Black can give a review. But, dude, if you look at this underwear, it, it does. it's not made for the small man. Yeah, I, I couldn't be. I wouldn't be wearing Brady underwear. That would shape too, uh, too much on me. He's got everything out there. Brady hoodies and collectible yeah. everything. Yeah. I get something that fit, but not, not those underwear. That's for a smaller individual. Like you. 
slight. I'll pass. Thank you. <laughs> Shay. Very happy with mine. All right, so we know Sean Payton got hired in Denver. You got Haynes. What are you got? Under Armour. Or Saks. S-A-X-X. Excuse me? Saks. You got Saks down there. Yeah. You have to work with me. You better have a sack. Mm-hmm. Sack underwear. Hey, is that coming a six-pack? No. Comes in a two-pack. Two-pack? Yeah. I love it. All right. What else do you have? Uh, we know Sean Payton is the new hire in Denver. A little bit of controversy already brewing between Sean Payton and quarterback Russell Wilson, who, Hoodie, you told us, had his own office, had his own coach, didn't communicate with the team. Well, if Sean Payton has anything to say about it, things are changing in Denver. No question about it. Sean Payton on Russell Wilson. Listen. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. That's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here. Our players will be here, and that'll be it. Uh, th- was that the first time that he heard that Russell Wilson had extra people in the uh, in the facility? The says first not- time I've heard about it. He says he wasn't familiar. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. That's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. Yeah. that That is, you're out. And all your extra people, and again, I think they do lend something to Russell Wilson in his development. You know, having people are positive around you, but you, Sean Payton's like, I, we got coaches for that. You're not going to have people around the facility that we don't know. Out. Probably so. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And you were one of the first people that told me that he had it. In fact, I think you were the first. Yeah. He has an office. Stop. You're a player. I wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you had that in Seattle. I'm going to doubt that. But could you imagine? Morning, gentlemen. You got the, the whole team's in the locker room. He's going up the stairs. Morning, gentlemen. All right, let's get it. Let's have a good day. He's got his suitcase, his briefcase. He's going up to his office. Like, what? What about the rest of the players? They're in. A, they're in the locker room, and there's nothing wrong with that. But then Wilson separating himself from the team. That's not good. Well, you got to if you want to get in touch with him, you got to call his secretary. It's it's oh, ridiculous. No, no. You got to get on like his answering machine, get in touch with somebody else who will get in touch with Russell, and then if he's interested, he'll get back to you. It's insane. And by the way, they didn't just say this won't happen. They chained the doors. The coach, Russell Wilson's quarterback <laughs> coach, is not allowed on the premises, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Lock him out. This is, hey, Sean Payton. He's very meticulous on every little thing, including hangers on or those who are trying to help Russell Wilson. They got coaches for that. Sean Payton's going to have a whole new look for this different Russell Broncos Russell had to know this was coming. Had to. He's been recruiting Sean Payton to take the job because Sean had multiple suitors. I'll just tell you before anyone else tell you, this feels like Pinello to the Cubs. It does. Wow. I'll be the first to tell you because as I told you, where's the young quarterback in the pipeline that he can mold and shape? How many good years left for Russell Wilson? It feels like Purnell. They just signed him for two hundred fifty million, two forty. Pipe dream. It's not happening, Cap. There's no young quarterback for Peyton to be there for the next ten years or whatever. This is Purnell to DePaul. Coming up, wow, Albert. Breer. <laughs> that didn't end well. Seriously, Albert Breer joins us next on the CarX the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. New sponsor. All right. Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Albert Breer will be with us next on Cap and J Hood. Cap and J Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, 
They pull me back in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 is streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We're with you till 10 o'clock, and then the Greeny Show comes on from 10 to noon, Jay. And by the way, Greeny not doing get up this morning. Greeny at 10, followed by Carmen Yurko at 12. It'll be Waddle and Sylvie from 2 to 6, right into Black and Abdallah, 6 to 8, and then Freddie and Fitzsimmons, 8 to midnight. All part of the mix right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Uh, Cap has some issues at home that we'll get into coming up in our 9 o'clock hour. I mean, the poor guy, he just works hard. He just wants to have a nice, clean home without having to run to the door to the door 10 times a day when he's home. I mean, he just wants to be able to just have a nice, peaceful time at the, at the house with his wife and his dogs. But he's unable to do that. So Every day I come home and I feel... I got done working out. I'm good. I don't have to go to TV anymore. There's 15 boxes at the front door from Amazon. Yeah. You get your steps in, don't you? Yeah. (laughs) Second workout. Yesterday, there was nothing. Yes. Until there was. So we will get into that coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. We need some help for Cap in his home. He just wants to be, just have a nice time at home. He just can't do it. Just It's always something. You know, the Super Bowl is right around the corner, Cap. We cannot wait. (laughs) Because we cannot wait. You know what we love, the exotic Super Bowl bets. Something not not who's going to win, who's going to lose. No, no, no. We go in in a deep dive. So, Shay, give us some exotic bets that we should look for for the Super Bowl this year. One everybody always loves, everybody loves to bet on, color of first Gatorade poured on winning coach. Okay. The favorite right now at plus 114 is yellow, green, or lime. All three of those count. Yellow, green, or lime. So apparently a lot of books now are not taking action on this because a couple of years ago, one of the equipment people who was in charge of the tank of Gatorade on each side leaked it to a few close friends. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a famous thing that happens at the Super Bowl. I have a great scumbag story about that. Well, here's the thing. I, let's hold us accountable on this now. I'm voting yellow. Yellow is plus 114. That's the favorite. Up next, orange at plus 250. Blue, plus 370. Red or pink at plus 420. Clear or water at plus 730. And purple at plus 730. I'm going to go with the orange. Orange is what? Plus what? Uh, orange is plus 250. Okay. I'll take the long shot with purple. Purple is a, is a uh, funky color. It looks purple, but, you know, I, actually, I think it all tastes the same when you get down to it. Orange, red, the purple, the glacier, I think they call it. Yep. I think it all ultimately tastes the same, Cap. Yeah. I'm not a huge Gatorade drinker, but to play the game, I'll take the orange color will be poured. All right. Give us the next one. Uh, will there be a scoregami? Meaning, of course, a unique final score in NFL history. Yes, plus eighteen hundred. No, minus eight thousand. There will not. I mean, just straight up scores. So a score that's never happened in Super Bowl history. In, no, in, in NFL history. Oh, NFL history. So that's a no shot. Yeah, I'm going to say no shot. Like, what are my options? Like, like the funky, like two safeties and a field goal, or and just like. 73 to 2. 
Like, that's never happened. Not with these two teams. Right. It'll be straight up. No shot. No scoregami. 4-0 is left on the board. What is? 4-0. Yeah. Uh, four to three, four. I mean, the realistic ones like forty-six to zero has never happened. That's not happening with these two teams. Almost did with the Bear. 86 ten. Forty-six ten. So I'm going to say no shot. So minus eight hundred. All right, give us one more. Exotic All right, the, bet. the last one up here, the one that I actually find really interesting. The final score had to have occurred as a past Super Bowl final score. Yes, plus four seventy. No, minus 650. <laughs> this is Super Bowl 54. All right, so the, the previous 53 Super Bowls. 57. 57, rather. So scores from the previous 56 uh, Super Bowls. Correct. You know, it's very likely, actually. I could see that happening. Now, I'd have to go through and compare and put, like, a chart of all the numbers. I think that's likely. I think I'd put that in a parlay. It said, what did he say, plus 470? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's likely. We Have we had a 28-21 score before? Sure. I'm sure we have. 28-17? Give, put a field well, goal with, in there? With the f- extra point back 33 to 33 yards mm-hmm. and with the two-point conversions, could be something bizarre. I think that's likely, actually. I think that's likely. All right. 28-21 has never happened. It has not. That's something that could happen, Cap. Mm. What about that? Let's take a shot. All right, coming up, we talk about buy or sell when it comes to the Chicago Bulls. Bulls beat the Spurs, but what happens in the, as we get closer to the trade deadline? We'll get to that in two minutes on Cap and J-Hood.